Hello everyone, this is Anthony. Uh, finally found a good spot and had good signal. Um, hope you've stuck with me and will be joining soon. Uh, today, I want to talk about Jehovah Jireh. Um, God provider. And I just want to start off this series with really just going back over all the, the testimonies. A lot of testimonies that we have. Of God just meeting need and providing and and just doing amazing, amazing things. And the first time I really began to take a scripture, and I'll go to that scripture. It's Philippians four, nineteen. I'll tell you what happened. And basically, it says, "And my God will supply every need of yours according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus." And I took the scripture and I started meditating on it. I just started thinking about it. I said, hey, I'm in Christ Jesus. So I have access to the riches that are in Christ Jesus. And so he supplies all my needs. So if I have a need, he supplies it. Right. And so I just kept doing stuff like this, you know, just meditating on the scripture, meditating on the scripture. And so about, (laughs) I can't even tell you how long ago it was, but it's quite a ways maybe six years now um, that we we decided probably seven years sorry still thinking about that um, I decided I wanted a TV for Black Friday you know I would really love really love to be able to have this 32-inch TV for myself. And I know it's not a need. I know it's a want. But I'm testing you in this. I want to prove you in this and see if if this is real, if I can really hold on to your promises. And at the time, I still had bills I needed to pay. I had all kinds of stuff I needed to pay. And it came down to the day, okay? Uh, Right before uh, before Thanksgiving, and then the next day was Black Friday. And that day I went to work. I made all the money to cover my bills and plus about 50 bucks. So that was a miracle all in itself. And basically, um, Daisy, I I hadn't told her anything. I had been talking to God about it for several days. And finally I told her on the last day. So that morning we had gotten into a very um, hostile argument. (laughs) I guess you can say she said I was abusing God, I was abusing grace, I was I was doing this, you know, and she was quoting scripture. You save a little, you gain a little, and that's better than un- riches or through unrighteousness and blah, 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 right? She was just chewing me up one side, chewing me down the other. And I just said, look, if I'm wrong, I'll repent and I'll never do it again. I go, but if I'm right, man, oh, well, am I right, right? And she's like, no, 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 it's still wrong, it's still wrong. God's never going to answer something like that. And so went through my day. Um, like I said, I made all the money, came back with 50 bucks over all my bills. But some of my bills technically weren't for another week or so. And she's like, nope, nope, you have the money for the bills. You put that aside. And the 50 bucks will last you through the weekend. So where's the money for the TV? She's like, she couldn't wait for me to tell her. And I was just like, day's not over yet. I'm just trusting God till this evening and if, if it hits midnight and I'm wrong then I'm wrong and so we got into another um, disagreement concerning it 
Well, in the middle of it, I get a phone call from some friends, and uh, we had been ministering to youth at their house, and <clears throat> never asked anything of them, just did it out of the goodness of our heart, and, and all of a sudden we get a, a phone call, and they ask us uh, to meet them, and so, mind you, Daisy and I are in the middle of a conversation, and I was like, yes, yeah, sure, so we both hop in the car, and she's still going at it, still going at it, hey, Doug. And I'm just like, seriously, I was just like, God, give me the words to silence this woman. And, and I just looked at her and go, you know what? You're going to be still and see that God is my source. He's my provider. And because he's my provider and you're going to marry me, he's now becoming your provider. And it, it got her quiet. She, she finally got quiet. And I was like, oh, thank God. So we, we pull up to the store we're meeting our friends at. And it was very amazing. Sorry, getting a little distracted. Um, it was amazing because I get out of the car. They hand me an envelope. I just pray blessing back over them. And I waited for them to leave. And I look in the envelope. And there's almost $1,000 in there. I only needed 230 for the TV. And here's almost $1,000. I, I did what every Christian man would do, right? I always say this. I did, I did what every believing brother would do I opened the car door I threw the envelope on her lap and I said where's your faith woman and uh, she was like what and she starts counting the money and she just breaks down crying and she, she repents before God and that year I actually didn't buy a TV I was so touched by God and what he did we wanted to make the best Christmas ever for as many people as possible and so we went to Black Friday and we hunted down all kinds of toys and everything else so that we can give to orphans. And it was just amazing. It was just fulfilling. Um, we even gave above that um, because just the blessing of God. And so it was just amazing, amazing time. And so it, it kind of launched us in a direction because I was running my own business. I was working, I was doing contract labor um, for some friends and also doing other side work. I was working every which way possible uh to make ends meet and it was it was constant grind it was constant you know working and and doing all kinds of odd jobs and everything and i'm sure a lot of you have been there and we decided we we're going to get married daisy and i and we weren't married at the time the first one happened and so we did everything in reverse we did everything backwards uh we found the location we found all this this stuff and and um we had to give a deposit. We had to start setting everything up. And the whole time, God starts talking to me about believing for the impossible. And he says, Anthony, I want you to believe me for $1,000 a week. And I said, God, if I work all day, the current rates and stuff I'm charging, because the work, you know, here in, in South Texas, uh, the people work for cheaper just to get the jobs. And I was like, at the rates that I'm currently charging, which are fair, uh, more for the customer than for me, I can work all week, and I won't make $1,000. I go, but you're God. You're God. I'm trusting you. And so I'm just going to trust you that you you have this. You, you've got this. And so every time my mind would go back to doubt and go back to fear and go back to worry, I just started thinking, God, God, I thank you. I thank you for $1,000 a week. And then a month goes by. I'm doing this every day, every day. 
a month goes by. He goes, can you believe me for 3000 a week? And I'm like, 3000 a week? I haven't seen the 1000 yet. And you're asking me to believe for 3000 This is, okay, you're God. You can do anything. You can do anything. So I started thanking him for $3,000 a week. Also preparing for a wedding. I also have the pressures of, of paying every, for everything cash so we didn't have any debt um, going into our marriage. And we go to get Daisy's dress at David's Bridal. And if you've been to David's Bridal, you know the, the dresses aren't cheap. They're not cheap. And they find this. she finds her dress. And they said, well, what's the price tag? So we look at the price tag. It's $100. It's been marked off. You know what they said, and it it wasn't a hundred dollars. They said it's actually half off, so it was fifty dollars. We got Daisy's wedding dress for fifty dollars. Can you believe that? And I, when I left, because Daisy was with her girlfriends, and I paid for the dress. I left, and I was just crying before God, just how awesome He He is, and. We were able to buy all the decoration. The decorations we were able to to buy everything and have amazing decorations and and wedding and reception that a lot of our friends um, that were there and family that were there still talk about today. That it was just nice. It was simple. It was beautiful. It was a country wedding, and um, we all we paid. God paid for it all. He, he paid for all. He provided for everything. And in the middle of this, I'm thanking God for 3000 a week. And I'm, I haven't seen it yet. And he made everything work for the wedding he, and everything. And, and um, we didn't get to go on a honeymoon or anything like that. Uh, but uh, God's done above and beyond that as we've been many places. Not vacation, but but for his business. But anyways... So about a month after that, I had a friend approach me that I was doing some work with. And he said, hey, Anthony, will you, will you consider selling some stuff I have? And he took me to this large storage. He's got boxes everywhere of brand new stuff that's unopened that he had in stock. But as new stuff comes out, it puts the old stuff discontinued. So he had no need of it. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I started selling stuff online um, on eBay. And... And he's like, well, I have this and I have that. And so we started going through and clearing out his whole warehouse. And I ended up making $1,000 a week in profit. He told me what he wanted. And I, I saw what I could sell it for. I was making $1,000 a week. And then after a while, I was selling more stuff and different things and looking into different markets and doing research. And I was able to start making $3,000 a week a month later. And this is profit. This is profit. And so in three months, we did record sales. And it was very interesting because I was just focused on growing the business and running the business. 
And my wife walks over to me. She goes, have you looked at the bank account? I said, no, I have no need to look at the bank account. It's, it's got money in it, right? You really don't pay a whole lot of attention if, there, if there's money in it. If there's no money in it, then you really pay attention, right? And so she goes, no, 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 go look at the deposits. And I started looking at the deposit, and it was 700, 800, 1,000, 1,100, 1,300, 1,500. And then it jumped. It was 3,000, uh, 3,500. And it was just consistent all the way across. And I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, no, Anthony, think about it. What did God tell you? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I, I, by, the, by the time I had completely forgotten about it, I was just so focused on working and growing uh, the business. And it was just for a time. God told me, this is only for a short time. I'm just showing you that I am your provider. And it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And just seeing God do that, um, it's, and being part of it is just so amazing. And um, so from there, we started traveling. We started working with um, house churches or home groups all across the state. We started going, uh, visiting them, um, praying for the sick, going to hospitals, going to rehab centers, doing outreaches, uh, consulting with them on being more effective. And it just began to grow and grow and grow. And, and uh, basically, the main office for the ministry we were working with heard about us, and they wanted us to bring, you know, bring us in and, and be over all their home groups. And so, I had sworn off going, uh, being a part of ministry um, in, in, to that capacity. I told God, if this is, I had a very, very bad experiences. I God, if this is the way it is, I don't want any part of it. And I walked away from ministry for eight years. And so when this happened, I was like, this has to be a God thing because my wife, she had sworn everything off too. So, so, so she says yes, then it's definitely a God thing. Well, she says yes, we accept the position. Um, they asked us to move up to Dallas. So I said, okay. So we didn't have the business anymore. We, we were moving up to Dallas. Um, and uh, things got thin. Things got very thin. They weren't paying us. We we actually worked for three months with no pay and working 80 hours a week, easy, trying to get everything organized and, and flowing and moving forward and um, just making sense of all the information that was there or wasn't there. And uh, it, was, it was very interesting time. And we started getting down to our last $20. And we had just filled up our car, and uh, we were like, we got to make these $20 stretch because we don't know when we're going to get paid or, or if we'll ever get paid. And right now, we're just, because we do everything for the glory of God. And um, so that morning, I was just praying. I was a little stressed about it. My wife was praying, and uh, she was just standing near the kitchen. Um, of the the apartment that was rented that we ended up staying in um, for about a month and uh, she's standing in the kitchen she just says God you know what let's put on somebody's heart to bless us today and then she walked off and I just looked at her and said yeah God if 
if you want to put it on someone's heart, so be it. At this point, I'll take it any way I can get it. And and it was funny because that day, that day, someone who didn't even know us, but had seen us around or um, had, had heard of us, says, you know what, that couple got put on my heart to give them 100 bucks. And understand, we, we were basically, we were on ramen noodles, we were eating spaghetti and cereal, and that was our meals. Like, there was no whole, healthy, hearty meals. Um, but we were just making things stretch out. I'm sure, like I said, a lot of you have been there. And um, it, was, it was just amazing to see God provide that day, the the organization decided to start paying us, and they didn't pay us a whole lot, um, but it was enough to keep gas in our car and to feed us, and and so that's what we did, and we just kept working with them. We kept moving on. Um, we had to find an apartment and everything, and there was a time when we were down to our last hundred, uh, even before they started paying us. We were down to our last hundred, and. A friend of mine from a city about two hours from Dallas told me, hey, I've got a lot of stuff I want to give to you. And uh, as long as you promise me to, to beat the devil up with this technology. And I said, absolutely. It's, it's what is our life mission. And um, he gave us computers. He gave us monitors and TV screens and and networking system and, and everything. So it was, it was really cool. So... I said, yeah, we'll, we'll come get it because this was an answer to prayer because we wanted our, anybody who volunteered to be able to go into the office and not worry about having a laptop or a computer and, and be able to work with us and get things organized and stuff. And so this was totally God. And this was like $2,500 worth of equipment, easy. Um, it was like four computers with monitors and keyboards and mice. and I mean, it was easily over 2500 bucks. And, uh, and so we show up, we drive down there, and Daisy's like, are you sure? Are you sure this is our last hundred bucks and we're going to use most of it in gas? So yeah, yeah. So I told him I got to be a man of my word. And so we drove down there and uh, we load everything up. We fill the car. I mean, you can't even see out the back. The whole car, the trunk, it's full of all kinds of stuff. And he said, well, you come in real quick before you leave. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. We, we go inside. And he said, God wanted us to give you this and they handed us an envelope and it had I think about it, it had a sub, sub, substantial amount of money in it um, it was over a thousand I think and it allowed us to you know pay our our car and our cell phones and everything and and get back home with with no problems and Daisy and I were just driving back and we're just crying we're just so touched, so moved by God, how, you know, now was telling Daisy, I was like, look, if we wouldn't have made this trip, God wouldn't have provided, and uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying that he wouldn't have provided, I'm just saying that he used this as a means to provide for us, and she's like, yeah, I, I completely see that, and uh, we just praised God together, and we're driving back to Dallas, and we're just praising God together, and they had no idea, we didn't tell anybody what was going on during the time? We didn't tell we were starving. We we're on the last hundred bucks, and then when that ran out is when we we're on our last twenty, and then they ended up paying us. Um, but we've just seen God's miraculous hand providing 
over and over and over. And finances is the easiest way to see this. And this is what, you know, I want to share with you. God provides healing. He provides finances. He provides strength. He provides wisdom. He provides solutions. He provides, he provides all kinds of things. And as I've been digging out and digging into the names of God and his character, I, I begin to realize how much they overlap. All the names, they overlap. And, and I'm just like blown away because God's really saying, look, this is who I am. This is my nature. This is who I, the, the core of who, the essence of, of who he is. And I'm just telling you, like, just going back and just remembering these different testimonies and, and just paying attention to what God says in Scripture has, has really brought a lot of um, humility and, and just focus and resolve in so many areas. So I thank God for that ministry. You know, they, they helped us um, a lot in different ways. And they're basically a stepping stone. God used it as a stepping stone for us to be where we're at today. Uh, fulfilling our, our mission. Fulfilling the the call, the clarion call that God has placed on our lives. The commissioning that God has placed on our lives. And um, the, the other thing that was really interesting is when we were first getting paid we weren't getting paid a whole lot and we found an apartment to rent in in Dallas area it's very expensive if anybody lives there or has lived there you completely understand and um, so we're looking for just a, a small place for Daisy and I and our dogs and we find a place and excuse me and for every week we got paid for all four weeks would barely cover our rent. But for somehow, God, this one I can't explain. God provided to where it didn't just cover our rent. It covered all our utilities. It covered our gas, covered our insurance. And we had already paid off the car. And so it covered everything. And we still had finances in the account. And when when Daisy realized this, she comes to me and she says, um, calculate our expenses. And I said, okay. So I, I sat down. I was working on the website for um, the ministry. And so I was already there. So I said, okay. So I just pulled up the account, started calculating all the expenses. And I was like, wait, wait, this doesn't add up. And she goes, I know. And I don't know how this is possible. And I said, this is crazy. Like, you mean to tell me we get paid this amount of money, but this is what goes out every month. And But this is what we have in the account. She goes, I know. And we can't explain it at all. And I was just like, wow, God, like how, how amazing you are um, to provide for us and take care of us. And we always had finances. And so from there, um, like I can tell you, God's provided in different ways. And it's, it's been very humbling. It's, it's been very amazing to just walk with God and, and, and see Him as provider, how He comes and He provides for us 100% of the time if we just simply trust Him. And a lot of it is just being so busy about His work and doing His will that He takes care of the rest. And, and understand, I, I understand stress. I understand the the pressures and, and, and different things that come along. <laughs> and I, I wish I could tell you it gets easier, you know, 
um, at the, the more you, you trust God and believe Him for provision. But what I found is it's just like the very first time. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. I'm not going to lie to you. And like even now, right now we're believing for the finances for Daisy's flights um, into Bolivia and Brazil. And normally um, we would have paid for it ourselves. Uh, we were hoping to, I was hoping to work with my friends as as uh, one of our friends who's part of our ministry has been doing as well. Um, but we, both of us weren't able to work at all for the last about two months or so. And in those two months, it would have covered our entire trip. We would have been, would have been great. Um, but since all the rain here in Texas, even now, you know, if I show you the picture of outside, it's just overdraft, you know, overcast. Um, it's just been raining off and on, uh, for, for about two months and to put a, a drilling rig on top of wet soil, it just sinks, it's stuck and it's no, no use. Right. And, uh, so God's been working on my heart because normally I don't make our needs known. You know, I just tell God, I, I talk with him about it. And, and I know it's scriptural. You can make your need known and, uh, seeing Jesus do it, seeing, you know, Paul rebuke a whole church over it. And, um, as far as saying, Hey, you should have provided for me and, and all this other stuff. Right. But for myself, God's been breaking down pride in in my own heart that I didn't realize it was there. And I can tell you one of the most um, humble things someone can do is is ask for assistance, is is ask for help. And uh, in in this in all this, you know, we're believing for five thousand to cover the trip, cover um, different expenses. And everything, and right now we're we're just over um, one fifth of the way there, and we're we're still believing God, we're still trusting God. We have a cut a cut off date, right? We still have to book the tickets and and everything. Uh, but this is what led to this today. Just just sharing the testimonies, uh, putting in remembrance. God is still the same. Even if the circumstances are different, even if the, the things are, are different, God is still the same and you can still trust Him. You can still rely on Him. And right now I'm in the middle of it. And this is why I've, I've hesitated in, in jumping on every day this week and talking about Jehovah Jireh is, is honestly because I'm in the middle of something right now. And I'm giving you insight into this and, and you're, you get to see what's going on. As, as we're believing and trusting God to, to provide uh, for this trip. And we know that there's a lot of stuff going on right now. I'm, I'm 10 minutes from the border uh, easily. And we know the caravan's coming north. We know um, the chaos that the, that's going on in politics, no matter what side you're on. Um, you can see just complete chaos and, and craziness and, and everything going on. And and um, had somebody tell me, hey, well, maybe God wants you here in the United States because of all the chaos. And it's like, yeah, but you don't understand, like, God opened this door a year ago. And that's how long it's been planned to go on this trip. And 
Brazil's right next door, and we promised them we would, we'd be back before the end of the year. And so this is me keeping my word. This is me um, doing what's honorable, doing what's right. It's not, oh, um, I'm going to give an excuse for not being able to go or anything like that. And a lot of this is because I know God's nature. I know his character, and I can trust him and believe him against all odds. And, you know, I'm sharing all this because I want you to see that, that I am real. You know, I'm not, I'm not uh, sugarcoating everything, acting like, oh, I, I believe 100% every single time. And um, I don't have my moments of weakness. No, I, I do. I do. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you, if you've been there, if you, if you understand uh, how it is, it's sometimes it's, it's a little nerve wracking, you know, w- waiting to see God show up and, and provide. When he does, it's so victorious. It's so amazing. And he's always on time. And for us, sometimes we wish it was a little different. You know, like, for instance, we were going to be going to India. And we needed um, $2,600 to go to India. And God's like, "Um, I provided already. And we didn't have all the money. We didn't have close to the amount of money we needed to go. And uh, we just started praying, and, and God put on some people's hearts to give, and we thank God for those people. And uh, when some of the, the most of the money came in, we had the difference. We, we pulled from our savings. Uh, that I wasn't aware of. Daisy was stashing, <laughs> which was good. Um, and it allowed us to go on this trip. And so we go on this trip, and it was just like, wow. They lose our luggage we get transferred to three different airlines because they kept canceling our flights. So we get there, the luggage is lost, and we have to continue to the other city in India because um, we didn't have all connecting flights. We had to hop from here, book flights from here, and go to the next place. And uh, so we show up there. We don't have any of our bags. We just have the clothes on our backs, and it's hot. It's very hot. And... Uh, before we left, uh, a brother in the Lord, uh, Haji, who's with us, uh, who works with us, he was just like, God told me God's going to give you brand new clothes in India. And so we get there, and I'm like, man, he set the stage to give us brand new clothes, but I don't even know how it's possible because I don't even have the finances to, to do that. And uh, so we get there, and a brother in Christ just says, you know what? Um, here, here's here's some cash. And next thing you know, we have brand new clothes in India. And it was just like, wow, like how God provided, how um, he took care of that. And it's we have, you know, testimonies like that over and over and over how um, he's provided and he's taken care of us. And, and we, just, we just keep moving. We keep moving forward. And there's just so much to understanding that God is Jehovah Jireh. He is your provider. He cares for you. He knows every detail of your life. But what he's asking you for is to trust him. Trust him to provide. Whether it's healing, whether it's relationships, whether it's provision, whether it's strength, whether it's, you know, whatever the case may be, he provides and he provides it all. And I can take you through different stories in the Old Testament, uh, different history, right, 
histories of, of different people in the Old Testament showing you he provides. With Abraham, he provided the sacrificial lamb. You know, but it took to the point where he was ready to drop the knife on Isaac. The, the son that he was promised would carry his seed. And God said, well, the, the angel said, stop, stop. And then there was, there was a ram stuck in the brush and went and grabbed the lamb and, and sacrificed the lamb. And there's so many different moving parts to that. And I'm trying not to get, a, get into it, but when you begin to realize Isaac's age, let's say he was a young boy. He's still willing to lay still when his dad's about to swing a knife at him. You know, if he was an adult, the fact that he still laid still, didn't fight his dad, was in total submission to his dad, is amazing, right? But God provided um, a sacrifice. And then you look at Isaac, you look at Jacob, you look at, you know, oh, just over and over, Moses, the Israelites, Daniel. King David, you, you look at it over and over, God provided, he, he provided victory, he provided um, strength, right, provided uh, the, 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 the natural means um, were multiplied supernaturally with, you know, with Elijah, with Elisha, um, it, the list just goes on and on, I mean, we can just stay, stay here all night just talking about all the different stories where where God provides. And so when we look at Jehovah Jireh, I always look at him through the lens of, of what scripture says, you know, and it says, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So if you're in Christ Jesus today and you're, you're listening to this, I just want to remind you that God supplies every need of yours because you're in him. You're in Christ Jesus, and it's according to his riches, and his riches are, are are amazing. I mean, if you think about it, if you ever just sat and pondered the riches of God, according to Scripture, it says all the gold and silver is his. All the precious gems, they're all his. The cattle on a thousand hills, they're his. I'm from Texas, and have a cattle on a thousand hills, you're very rich, very rich indeed. And so when you... When you look at God, when you look at the riches that are in Christ Jesus, not only that, but but perfect peace, perfect wholeness, perfect love, perfect strength, perfect reliance on God, perfect relationship with God. These are all different aspects of the riches that are in Christ Jesus. And so when we focus on him, you'll find when we go to King David, when we go to Abraham, when we go, you know, even the story with Abraham, before he, he sacrifices, he was going to sacrifice Isaac. He didn't sacrifice Isaac. He was going to sacrifice Isaac. Uh, Isaac notices there's no, there's no offering here. And he says that. And you look at Abraham's response. The Lord will provide an offering. So even though he was going to do what God told him to do, you can see that there was a reliance on God to provide an offering. And it's exactly what he did. And so as we place our confidence and trust in him, we see this manifest. We see it uh, begin to materialize and manifest in, in every situation. And so one of the keys that I want to share with you tonight, if you don't get anything else, get this key. When you have a need, thank God for the answer. 
Start thanking him for the answer. It, it makes no logical sense. Your flesh tells you, what? Your mind tells you, what? If you have a carnal side of your mind, still, it, it's screaming. It's just illogical. You're going to start thanking God for the answer, but it's biblical. Let's look at Philippians 4, 5 and 6. Um, Philippians 4, 4, 5 and 6. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is now, is what he's saying. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, let your request, no, 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 it doesn't say request there in Greek, it says the, the request affects. So I'd say that is, is actually answers in English. So with thanksgiving, let your answers be made known to God. So in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your answers be made known to God. And the same word only appears in one other place. We're going to go there. 1 John chapter 5, verse 15. And it says, If we know that He hears us, because He hears you, because you're in Christ Jesus, and Christ has a perfect relationship with the Father, and anything that Christ asks the Father, it is done. It says, And if we know that He hears us, and whatever we ask, whatever means whatever, it's open. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Remember, it's the same word as Philippians 4, 6. It's not request. So we know we have the answers that we have asked of him. So when you look at this, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know we have the answers. Because we know that he hears us, we have the answers. So this is something to be grateful for. This is something to thank God for. And I can tell you, this is one of the, the secrets that we've seen all these testimonies, um, whether healing, whether it's, yeah, because look, God provides healing too. We, we've gone into situations where we didn't see anything. We laid hands, we prayed, we did everything that God wanted us to do. We walked out of there, we didn't see any tangible difference. And most people, they would have shut down immediately. But what did we do? Daisy and I, we got back to the car, and we just started thanking God. God, I thank you that you are a healer. And as we were laying hands, you were doing the work. You were healing the person. You were setting them free. You were bringing deliverance. God, you deserve the glory. You deserve the praise. You deserve all honor. And we just started praising God and thanking God for the healing. We find out three days later that they were completely healed. So somewhere... In those three days, they were completely healed and set free from sickness. See, the, the carnal mind wants you to focus on, oh, if God provided healing, then I should see it immediately. And, some, and sometimes we do. Hey, we prefer that, right? But it doesn't negate, it doesn't cancel out what God's Word says, that He's provided healing already for you. So all you have to do is just start thanking Him. Just thank Him. And so, as you start thanking Him, then it begins to manifest. You know, this is the thing that, that God's really been showing me and dealing with me and, and Daisy this past week, is having a grateful heart. Just being grateful for everything. You know, a lot of the problems that we face and that we have, 
if we look at it honestly through the lens of God, it's an opportunity to trust God for a solution. And a lot of people, you know, honestly, if, if, if you're, if you don't have, you don't have a whole lot of issues. Now, understand what I'm saying here. If, if you don't have something, you don't have issues. If you have, if you don't have sickness, you don't know what somebody who has sickness has to go through, right? So if you don't have it, then you don't know, um, you don't have all uh, the problems, the issues that go along with it, right? Um, but understand what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that God already provided. He provided. So all I have to do is trust Him. And what I want you to see and understand is God wants you in divine health. He wants you to be completely healed, completely whole, completely provided for, completely, you know, I can go through this and this is what we're going to do tomorrow. I'm going to jump back on tomorrow and I'm going to show you several things. I'm going to demystify the fact that people, people think that Jesus was poor. Jesus was not poor. Jesus wasn't poor at all. In fact, I challenge you this tonight. Go find how much it costs for undergarments that are seamless. There's no seam in them. Right? It doesn't have any seams. Not not here in the shoulder. Nowhere. No seams. Undergarments. And for them, it was basically like a robe. Right? So he had this, this undergarment that there was no seams in it. So go price that tonight. I can tell you, I found, when I did this research, I found seamless underwear that started at $200. Started at $200. Now imagine, and that's just a small piece of cloth, right? So imagine a full thing back then. See, yeah, yeah, not going to jump ahead. So stay tuned tomorrow. I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to be uh, showing exactly that Jesus was not homeless, um, that he had a house, that there's, there's so many misconceptions that we've been taught in the church uh, because of a poverty mindset. And I want to show you that God provides. Jesus couldn't preach on God providing if God didn't provide for him. And this is something that we have to constantly look at. God wants to provide for you. He wants to take care of you. You're his son. You're his daughter. And he absolutely loves you. And I can tell you, it always comes back down to this. Are you willing to trust him? Are you willing to believe his promises? And I can tell you that all his promises and his, his will is to do his promises. Not just to make a promise and it be vain and empty. But to actually do his promises. And so when you when you look at this, trust him. Just simply trust him. Trust him and see that he is he is, he is able to supply every need. Trust him. Believe him. And you'll see he, God moves mountains for you. He, you know, parents they do that for their children. How much more God? And it's constantly putting ourselves 
in remembrance of who he is and what he's capable of in placing our, our confidence in him. Today, actually yesterday, God was reminding me of, of Jeremiah 17. You know, I'll close with this. 17 verse 5. It says, The Lord, thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert, shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Verse 7. Jeremiah 17, verse 7. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its, its roots by the streams, and does not fear when the heat comes, for his leaves remain green. He is not anxious, he doesn't worry in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And this is who you are today, beloved. This is what God wants you to see, that you are blessed because you trust in him. You'll continue to produce fruit. You'll continue to, to grow and multiply and be fruitful. No matter what situation you're in, no matter what season you're in, God provides. And all it takes is trusting Him. And you are you are you trust Him. You trust Him wholeheartedly. Whether you realize it or not, you trust Him. Step into that. Embrace that. Let God use that and, and nurture it and, and grow it to where it's unwavering in every situation bless you i hope this has helped you in some way also just remind you you know help us with our fundraiser campaign get the word out share it um, with friends family we're not asking for a million dollars we're asking you know five ten fifteen twenty bucks and as enough people give it covers the need and when we go we're not staying in hotels we're staying with people um we you know, we have to get meals, we have to rent a car, we have to, you know, buy the flights and everything else. Everything that's coming in is going towards ministry. And so we're just asking for you to partner with us, ask friends and family to partner with us, and let's just see what God does. Let's, let's, let's join together. This is what we're supposed to be doing anyways, right? So bless you, thank you, and we'll see you tomorrow. We'll be talking about, was Jesus poor? Bless you.